We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. This crusade, this war on terrorism, uh, is going to take a while. He came, he saw, he died. <laughs> we tortured some folks. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode one of Dave vs. Goliath. I'm Dave. Thank you for being here. We're all in this together, right? Boom! Hashtag all in this together. Guys, I am here to talk to myself and talk to a camera. That is outside of my comfort zone. I want to let that be known right off the bat. I'm here because I feel a sense of urgency. I think a lot of people feel that too. In this weird space, which I affectionately refer to as the ether, kind of like a phantom zone, only a lot brighter. I have a little bit more autonomy here. I have some connections to the outside world, um, but other than that, I'm trapped, just like you're trapped. This is exactly where they want us, because you don't get constitutional rights here. You get that outside in the street, in the actual, natural public square. That's Forbidden? I don't know what the word is. Is it illegal right now? There's no law against it, but there's mandates against it. Forbidding your First Amendment right to gather. Black Lives Matter has legitimate grievances against the government. Those guys in the MAGA hats have legitimate grievances against the government. Libertarians have a shit ton of grievances against the federal government. Which brings us to kind of the next point, which is, man, infiltrate that motherfucker. Sorry, this is a good time to mention. This is not um, a family-friendly podcast. I'm going to curse whenever I feel like it. Um, I'm not going to drop the, you know, the really hard ones, you know, unless I really need to. I would never just throw around the C word willy-nilly. But sometimes when you're talking about Hillary Clinton... For Kamala Harris, you got to drop that hard C. Uh, but I digress. Yeah, if you got kids in the car, this is not the one for you. If you're listening to Libertarian Podcasts with kids in the car, man, come on. Put on something that everybody can listen to. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, back to me. Self-indulgent episode one. Fox News was the worst back then. Constantly hitting you hard. Terror alert. Terror alert. Oh, we've hit an orange, man. Don't get to red. Ah, oh, we're back down at yellow. Oh, thank God. Man, did they just go so hard. Bin Laden and and uh, Saddam Hussein are working man, together, man. They're in cahoots, man. That's what they wanted everybody to think. They sold that war. He's got stockpiles. He's got yellow cake. He's got uranium. And he's working with the enemy. 
Dude, again, if you know just a little bit about history, I'm no scholar, but I know that we propped that guy up. So 9-11 led to the war on terror. We're still in it. They're not talking about it, so we don't feel it, but this is the longest war in American history. And it was George Bush and his administration who said, every American should own a home, should be a right to own a nice house. Okay? So he sold that. And that enabled all the subprime lending and then the inevitable collapse. If the government comes out with something with a very adorable or noble name, like the CARES Act, and you go, the CARES Act? Yeah, that means they care. You're a schmuck. The Patriot Act. You're a Fox News dude? Yeah, Patriot Act. Yeah, it's for patriots. You need to be suspect of every single time they come up with a law, especially when, one it, when it's got a name that sounds like it's supposed to make you feel good. Citizens United. That's all the people together. <laughs> no, that is not what it is. I really hope that I'm not just in an echo chamber. I want to talk to libertarians, and I want to talk to everybody else, too. I want to bring them in. I'm trying to sell the freedom philosophy. And that's kind of where I'm at. I want to be a connecting node, maybe for people. Bring them into this, to this space, so. But I am no authority on anything. I am not a scholar. The only thing that makes me qualified to do this is that I know how to operate my iPhone. That's it. That's it, you could do this too. You should do this. I might only get five or 10 episodes deep before they cut me off. Could be the shortest podcast ever. But we're going to go play the violin on the Titanic as it goes down. We will do that. What do we do? How do we fix it? Enter Ron Paul. I think this country, a movement in the last hundred years, is moving toward fascism. Fascism today, the softer term, because people have different definitions of fascism, is corporatism where the military industrial complex runs the show. When they, uh, in the name of security, pay, pay, uh, pass the Patriot Act, you don't vote for it. You know, you're not, a, you're not patriotic America. Uh, if you don't support the war, you don't support the troops. It's that kind of antagonism. But we have more corporatism, and more abuse of our civil liberties, more loss of our privacy, national ID cards, all this stuff to coming has a fascist tone to it. And the country's moving in that direction. So you think we're close to fascism? We're moving in that direction. We're not moving toward Hitler-type fascism, but we're moving toward a fat, softer fascism. Loss of civil liberties, corporations running the show, big government in bed with big business. So you have the military industrial complex, you have the medical industrial complex, you have the uh, financial industry, you have the communications industry. They go to Washington spend hundreds of millions of dollars. That's where the control is. I call that a soft form of fascism, something that is very dangerous. I'm still screaming Ron Paul 2012. Some people, oh, I'm a cult of personality or idol worship or whatever. I could give a shit. He's the reason that I'm podcasting right now, trying to get this signal out to more people, this message out to more people. What did he say? End the wars. End the Fed. End the war on drugs. Learn about the Fed. That was one of the first red pill moments for me. Oh, there's an explanation for why everything sucks. Do not aggress on peaceful people. This is simple stuff. Live and let live. The golden rule. Treat people how you want to be treated. In 2007, 
I wasn't ready for that. Um, cause I was hating George Bush. I thought that the right wing was the bad wing and the left wing was the good wing. Man, it's fucking embarrassing to even say it out loud. It is not left versus right. It's the state versus us, the cathedral versus us. One ecumenical holding machine. The network, go watch that one. Maybe Alex Jones, you know, global enslavement is not coming. <laughs> I was beginning to maybe accept that. Hey man, maybe, you know, not so doom and gloom, bruh. But it is. They call it the Great Reset, which is the Green New Deal except mandatory. If nobody has picked up on that yet, it's the Green New Deal, global, mandatory. This is the UN 2030 plan being executed. Social credit is coming. Yeah, the Freedom Index is pretty good in America. It's slipping. We have to preserve what we have. We cannot be fucking ingrates and look at everything that's been built for us in the 240 odd years and just go, ah, whatever, put in some socialism. That's what we need. Just throw some money at it. I'm a libertarian. I'm very comfortable being very unpopular. So no one's gonna tell me what to say or how to act, which is, again, one of the reasons I'm here, man. If you, Everybody feels the suppression of speech right now. I know it. So this is good. This is cathartic for me. And I'm gonna talk to guests, and I got a co-host, too, that we're gonna meet on episode two, which I won't tell you anything about this person other than what should be obvious to you. It's a black lady. This is very Twilight Zone, this whole new normal for me. And honestly, that's because I feel fucking normal in a world that's gone mad. And I think a lot of people feel like that. So if you feel like that, man, engage. Get out there. Talk to people. Let's change it. It doesn't have to be this way. What do you think happens in church? Hey, Bob, what do you think about this lockdown? I don't know, Tom. Seems kind of phony to me. Yeah, yeah. Psst, psst, psst. Lockdown sounds phony. Gets through the congregation and people start to see through bullshit. Same with the bar. Toss a few back. Bruh, this fucking lockdown is absolute bullshit. I can't go to work, put food on my table. How about you? Yeah, same time. Yeah. That's what happens. It's a natural thing. Why do you think the old uh, the saying, don't talk about politics or religion at the bar, exists? Who made that up? Politicians and religious leaders, I imagine. You know, don't talk about us when you're around each other. We're going to talk about you when we're around each other. They want us to censor ourselves. And you feel it. I've had people send me messages. Hey, man, keep up the good work. I work for so-and-so, so I can't be vocal, but I really appreciate what you're doing. Oh, word. Now... It's all coming into focus. Now, not only is your insurance tied to your job, but everything, your reputation, you have to watch what you say. You say something that's not within the three by five card of allowable opinion, hashtag Tom Woods, then you might pay a very real penance for that. The court of public opinion is real. That is the mob. That 
is democracy. And it's ugly. Democracy just means the good team. The good way. Democracy. You want 51% of people to be able to tell 49% what to do? 51% of the people voted for it. So, law of the land. We need to embrace freedom. Liberty. This is better. This is the way. And that might feel scary. It's even scary to me because, you know, we're all dependent. We all like Netflix. We all have, you know, I'm not, I'm not a homesteader. Um, but yeah, that's not me. I'll preach it though. And I want to learn. I do. I want to be better and I want to be ready for it. I want to be ready for that 2030 plan. And even as I say that, I know that that will like make some people excited. Like, oh, nobody will have to have a car. Nobody will need to have, you know, whatever, pay rent because they'll, we'll all have housing. It's, it sounds an awful lot like prison rules. Tiny house, <laughs> you get three hots and a cot, free healthcare, free jumpsuit, a little bit of outdoors time, you know, get that vitamin D in, gymnasium, TV, and some R&R. &R. Doesn't sound too bad. It's prison, though. Anyway, I feel like I've probably ranted enough for episode one. Um, and I really, again, guys, I really appreciate your time. We're going to do some cool stuff here. And uh, we're going to fight. We're going to fight the good fight for liberty. Now.